medical information obtained from our website or the live show is not intended to be a substitute for personal care. If you have or you suspect you might have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of this radio show or their sponsors. How are you, Robin? It's good, good to talk with you. How's California? It is great. It's it's uh, beautiful, sunny. sunny. We're supposed to get a little bit of rain in the next couple of days, but uh, it's beautiful. It's amazing we, uh... we can talk across the nation like this. I'm in Florida. <laughs> you're in California. We connect on here, and it's amazing. It's wild, right? It's so pretty cool. We've got lots to talk about today. We have and, a great uh, show. Uh, we do. We got a lot of good stuff lined up for our listeners today, we and do. I want to start off with um, fighting fatigue, something that a lot yeah. of people battle, a lot of women battle. And uh, yes. do you do you see a lot of people in your office uh, that are fighting fatigue? I see a ton of people that experience this, both men and women, but it seems to be most prominent in women. And in fact, it's really interesting that. There was a huge study done that 4 billion women battle fatigue, and that's a huge number. And it's that's really interesting. And it's, it is. And it is both pre menopausal and it's also post menopausal. So it not necessarily is um, caused by the change, it actually mm-hmm. can be caused. And I see a lot of young ladies that come into my office that experience this. And, you know, I kind of tell them, I'm like, you know, do you experience that? Do you feel like you're going to poop out at the party? Right. Do you remember the old I Love Lucy with the uh, Vita Vija Vegemin? Do you poop out at parties? (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, because it's interesting and it's important to sort of make a kind, energetic intro to something like that because it's quite a serious thing um, Mm -hmm. and they're very sensitive to it. But yes, I see a ton of it and it's quite an interesting topic to talk about, but it also is, I love working with it because it really gets you to think and it gets you to think outside the box and I love to be creative when it comes to specific situations and people. Well, tell us some of the symptoms that people might experience that are suffering from fatigue. Maybe they're not even aware of what what the problem right. is. You know, it's interesting. How many people, I'm pretty sure like yourself, I'm, I'm not one, but a lot of people drink coffee and, you know, intake caffeine and mm-hmm. all those great things. And there's really nothing wrong with it. But some of the symptoms that people experience are, you know, trouble sleeping, body aches. Sometimes you'll feel like you have a consistent flu or cold going on in your body and you just kind of don't know what's going on. Um, There's also, you know, symptoms of whether it's the upper extremity or lower extremity sort of muscle aches. And then it's just weakness, right? It's being lethargic. Sometimes it's a little bit more of feeling uh, a little anxious having a little bit more anxiety, loss of appetite. Well, it's frustrating, too, if, um, it, you know, our, we live in a busy place, busy world, and uh, it's frustrating yep. if you don't have the energy to do what you know has to be done. Um, it's tough. I know. I fought fatigue yeah. a, a lot in my 30s. and Really? Um, it was nutritional-based. Um, yeah, there was a lot of issues you and I, I had with digestion. It was just, oh, right. man. Exactly. And and you you brought up a really good point. And for me, you know, being energetic and I want to do my best to help everybody and find out what the key sources of what their ailments are. Um, And again, I always state with 
my clients, you know, you want to check with your physician. I'm not a doctor, but I do have personal experience and other experience with my other clients in dealing with these things, but always make sure that you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. But chronic fatigue, there's it's a huge topic, and it does come down to partly digestive, right? If mm-hmm. your digestive system isn't working, which you and I have spoken about in other segments, then your body's not going to properly process. It's going to sort of fill up and <clears throat> your body is going to overwork and it's going to overutilize energy. We don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. We want our bodies to try to work as clean and as functional as possible. So you have that really great energy to take with you, whether it's to work or whatever you may be doing in your personal life. But really interesting in regards to the fighting fatigue is protein. And protein is such an important thing. And most people today don't get enough protein intake mm-hmm. in their diets. What types of protein would be a good choice? Because there's a lot of well, different Interesting, before we get to that, it's interesting mm-hmm. that the information that I learned and studied and do research on is that protein is, of course, as we know, one of the most important particles and substances for muscle growth. And it also helps to create new cells. Now, that's important, right? Muscle's important and creating new cells is important because it carries oxygen. And sure. oxygen, as we, right, as we know, creates more energy. The more energy that we have, the less effects that we have with the fatigue. So muscle is really important to have on our frame and not saying that you want to go and, you know, uh, eat a whole chicken (laughs) or, you know, a whole fish, (laughs) you know, go to your local lake and catch some fish would be a great idea. I love that. But Make sure that you're getting a proper amount of protein in each meal because that really helps to minimize the crazy effects that you're going through with that fatigue issue. And it's interesting, too, is that when you don't get enough protein in your diet, and that comes from so now foods, right? Mm-hmm. Foods, your animal proteins, your chicken, your fish, your pork, your meats, um, those are proteins. You have your, your legumes, right? Mm-hmm. Your beans, also a great source. Quinoa is an amazing source of protein and also very easy to digest. So for those people that may be vegetarians and that can't eat those animal-based proteins, there's many, many ways of getting your protein to make sure that your body sustains itself because what you don't want to do is you don't want your body to not have enough protein and then what happens is it turns on itself and it kind of sounds a little gross but what happens is is your body then does a protein waste which means that your body is turning against itself it's kind of eating the existing muscle tissue that you have because it's looking for food and it's looking for energy. And okay. when that happens, your body then goes through another depression, mm. right? Your energy base actually, goes down. You're not actually burning fat if you don't have enough You're not. Okay. Right, right. Because also, as we know, protein has fat, mm-hmm. and you also need that for energy. And that also helps to sustain the body in growth. And so when you don't have these things, it really makes it challenging for that fatigue to make any changes and to change direction so that you start to feel better and that you can start getting ahead of it to start making other arrangements and exercise and being a little bit more proactive with things that will be good for you. Now, talk to me. You had mentioned earlier, uh, before we got on yeah. air, about a morning routine that could cause your energy to crash. Um, Ooh, yeah. I want to hear more about that. It's pretty interesting, isn't it? I, I, as you, many years ago, went through a pretty tough time back in 2002, and um, I had been diagnosed earlier on with ulcerative colitis, and it sort of took a turn and battled it for a while, and I had chronic fatigue, and I had other issues going on, and I really looked at 
my routine. And one of the things that I noted personally, but it was actually in a study, is your morning routine makes a huge difference in how you're going to feel during the day. Well, we're going to stop it. We're going to stop you right there. And that's right, uh, going to be our teaser for after we get back <laughs> from the break. I love it. Because <laughs> I want you to spend time on this topic. I think it's a really okay. important thing to talk about. So uh, this is Body Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman, and we will be right back. Everybody, this is Body Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman of TotalFitAndRehab.com, and I'm your host, Robin Pop. We've been talking a lot about uh, fatigue. It's a widespread yeah. problem, um, probably mm-hmm. one that the people don't even talk about. You know, because they don't. You're too tired to talk about it. <laughs> they're, they're too pooped out. There's right. too many parties they've pooped out from. Yeah, no, it's, well, it's um. And before the break. Pretty- you were going to share yeah. a morning routine. Talk to us about a morning routine that would cause us to crash and a morning routine that would cause us to have some oomph. I want to hear you. You got it. All right. <laughs> I love the oomph part. That's the oomph. important. That's what we're trying to strive for is the oomph, the energy yep. part. So it's interesting that your morning routine has a lot to do with how you're going to feel and be affected during the day. But it's interesting how that carries over to the next day, right? Our right. energy, even if we wake up at 6.30 or whatever we do in the morning, that has a tendency to carry over to the next day. So one of the things that I've noticed for me personally and one of the things that they've noticed in many studies is people that take hot showers in the morning that have experienced any type of fatigue, chronic fatigue. There's many different types of fatigue out there. And again, with the fatigue issues, there's a lot of study and there's a lot of information out there, but yet they don't really have one particular particular cure yet. But okay. some of the things that you can do with changing intake of foods and things like that really help. But this morning routine is cool because if you can bring things, sort of turn the clock back a little bit, and instead of taking the warm shower in the morning, either take it at night, but cool things down. Don't take a hot shower. Take a cool shower. Or the studies show take a bath, and you can use the bath at any temperature. And the difference between a hot shower and a hot bath is the buoyancy. The buoyancy factor of allowing your body to be submerged in the water takes stress off the joints, the muscle tissues, the connective tissues, and the nerves Mm. that interact with sort of sparking more of the fatigue issues, the tiredness, the sleeplessness, the loss of appetite. And when you can give those things a rest, you're getting more energy. You're allowing things to heal a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So let's make it sort of really simple. Morning routine. Look at your morning routine. If you're taking a hot shower, maybe, and you're a shower person in the morning, all right, maybe change it to a bath or change your warm shower to a cool shower because coolness doesn't stimulate the body as much as warmth does. And when you take a warm shower, right, you're increasing circulation, you're increasing the heartbeat, right, you're getting that thing to pound, that also takes energy away from the rest of the body. Okay. It's almost okay. like jumping in a cold lake. Do you guys have a cold lake by you guys? Oh, we have the Springs capital of the world here in North Florida. That's right. Yes, we we talked about that. That's right. <laughs> yes, we do. So, and I I was talking with um, an octogenarian. Is that how you say that? Um, an octogenarian, yeah. It's um, There's a group of 80-year-olds that go and take that cold dip every day. They're out there dipping in the, in the Springs. It's 72. So um, it'll make your teeth chatter if you stay in too long. Yeah, yeah. But they but they recommend it. They say it's uh, the most wonderful thing for your health, and uh, they're just very active 
80 uh, somethings, and uh, I thought, wow, there's really That's something. That's me. I want to be <laughs> promised. Yeah, promise mm-hmm. we know each other when I'm 80, and we're going to do that. That's yeah, super we'll important. Yeah, we'll go in the spring. <laughs> we will. But yeah. what's interesting, too, about this morning routine and, and it looking at it as a whole big picture, right? Because your morning routine and you are, because um, I know you're a painter, so your body's a portrait right? Mm-hmm. Even though it may change from day to day, it's a portrait and you paint what you want on that portrait every day. So that basically determines how you're going to feel. That portrait change uh-huh. is upon how you're going to feel. Okay. Bright, or maybe a little bit dark or a mixture of both. And these all incorporate into what you eat, what you don't eat and things like that. It's important that you look at those things as a morning routine, and if you do have fatigue, yeah, maybe it's important not to take that cup of coffee. Maybe it's better to have, you know, some decaf tea or some green tea that's more beneficial and spiking your energy a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But one of the other things that I really like is flaxseed oil. Flaxseed oil is really good. It actually tastes really good, not like some of the oils that really don't have much of a taste. Mm-hmm. Actually, flaxseed oil tastes really good, and it really helps with circulation and brain function, cognitive Ah. function, because part of fatigue, right, when people have fatigue-type issues, it affects the brain and it affects the function, right? Mm -hmm. My wife uh, talks to me after I'm tired during the day. She said, did you hear what I said? (laughs) And I said, what? I didn't hear you. So... (laughs) It's, That's um, not good. That's not good. Fake it. <laughs> Fake it. Yes. Oh, yes. I heard you, honey. I did. I did. You're right. You're right. I did hear you. Um, it's, yes. it's, you're right. Yep. I'm going to have to remember that. Yeah. So flaxseed oil really... is, um, I've had flaxseed oil. I've uh, ground the flaxseeds, too. Is that just as good? It's just as good. But the difference with utilizing an oil, right, is it's a liquid substance. So it gets absorbed in the body a little bit differently. And when you crush up seeds, there's a little bit more digestive process that has to go on. Uh, Remember, anytime, for those people that are listening to our show, anytime that you can get a liquid substance, it's so much easier on your body, specifically when there's an issue going on. And of course, not everything is in a liquid substance, but whatever you can do to get liquid substances, you know, take them because it is less... um, it's less strenuous on your system, digestive system, and taking energy away from other processes that you need for that day. Well, talk to us so, about smoothies. I know you've mentioned ooh. smoothies and um, specifically green smoothies, I guess. Um, green smoothies are amazing, but what's interesting is, you know, we're going to talk about in our other segment about arthritis and the five worst foods to eat, and we're also mm-hmm. going to talk about the foods that are really good and beneficial. And with the arthritis and the fatigue, one of the things that's really good is is smoothies. And you can do any type of smoothie. You know, try to minimize the amount of sugar that you put in a smoothie. Really try to minimize um, the high fructose fruits. Mm -hmm. But strawberries are great. Blueberries are great. Even carrots, you know, throw in and mix in some vegetables in your smoothies. And what's great about that is that you're drinking a liquid substance, right? A smoothie is really easy to drink. You can mix it either with with dairy or non-dairy substances like almond milk or cashew milk. Okay. Or whole milk. But it's easy to digest. And that's what you want to do during these processes of challenging times. And people even get headaches. So mm-hmm. sometimes with headaches and stuff, you get TMJ, which we'll talk about during another show. It's easier to drink something than to chew and chew and chew on something. Right. So right. the benefits that smoothies have are, are both. Things. What's that? I was just going to say carrots and fresh vegetables are very chewy. I mean, there is a lot of exercise that goes into them. So if you're you letting your blender do the the magic of chewing, um, oh yeah, that would that would get into your body a lot easier. Much easier to digest. And the the interesting process that I think people I want to share with them is that the information on a liquid substance is that of anything that you want to create. You be Mm -hmm. the creator. You be that portrait that you're designing. That's most important. But remember that the liquid substance that you intake in your body 
is easier to digest and it makes your body have to work a whole lot less in regards to incorporating more digestion and things like that, such as a heart substance. Fantastic. So go get that blender. Yeah, get your blender out. Blend well, it up. We're going we're to blend on into a break here in a second, <laughs> but I wanted, you, <laughs> I wanted you, Jeremy, to give our listeners uh, your website and a phone number if they have questions for you. Um, why don't you go ahead and give that? Yes, yeah, so they can reach me phone number wise is area code 310-994-9477. They can also look at my website, which is totalfitandrehab.com. Uh, and they can also call us too, right? We have a number that they can call us on the show. Definitely. If they want to call in live, well, we are here. Um, it's 1-888-627-627. 6008. If uh, any of our listeners want to call in with a question, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, we're going to take a little break now and we'll be back. And we're, I want to talk some more about arthritis and uh, the worst foods and the best foods, the beneficial foods. I think that's really something I want to hear about. So uh, yeah, we'll be right back, everybody. everybody. This is Body Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman of TotalFitAndRehab.com. You can find him on the web. And uh, I'm your host, Robin Pop. We've been talking a lot about food today. Making we me have. Hungry. I know it. There's I a know. lot of choices out there. And uh, what we're going to talk about now, this next segment, is uh, I'm excited to hear about the choices of foods for if you're battling yep. arthritis. So, yeah, away, Jeremy. Cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. And also, I want to quickly mention, you and I spoke last week on our show about giving away a free consultation and treatment So yeah. uh, for the whole month of April. So I want people to know that that's still going. Please give us a call. Give me a call. Let's set that appointment up. I think it'll be super exciting and uh, we'll have a good time. So let's yes. get into this really cool subject of arthritis and the foods to eat and the foods to stay away from. Okay. So let's talk about the, some of the, the foods that we want to avoid. Number one, the, the worst food that we can eat, even us without arthritis, right? We, we Sort of all of us have a, a bit of inflammation in our bodies. That's just natural. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is inflammation is our body's healthy response to fighting diseases and things like that. But one of the things that we want to avoid is sugars. Wah, wah. It increases. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I feel the I don't same want to hear way. This. God dang it! What am I gonna? You know, I'm gonna have to talk to my wife about this because she loves sugar. Oh man, don't we all? And she's going. I know, and she's going through some challenging times with her back. So, I think it was, uh, you know, those sweet tarts that she ate the other day. So I'm gonna have to chat with her about that. <laughs> Yeah, no, so that was me. She was next that sugar. Was me. I was her sweetheart. Oh, you were the sweet guy. That's good. Yeah, we're going to be celebrating. We're going to be celebrating twelve years this Sunday. Congratulations! Ooh, That's fantastic. I'll tell you about it. I love it. I'm excited. I'll tell you about it before we end this show. I've got okay. some surprises for her. Okay. So yeah, sugars, man. One of the worst things that we can eat, specifically people that are challenged with health issues and arthritis. And of course, there's many different types of arthritis, mm -hmm. but sugar has been proven to increase inflammation in our body. And if we already have inflammation in our joints and we already have pain, man, why do we want to add to it? It's almost like adding fuel to the fire, right? If we have a yeah. fire, we're not going to add more fuel to it. We want to put it out. Yeah, that's, that's a hard and one to say no to, but you're right. It's a hard one. It is. It is. And I'll tell you, once you really minimize, I'm not saying get rid of, mm -hmm. once you minimize the amount of sugar that you're taking in, mainly the processed sugars, don't worry about the fruits, don't worry about the vegetables. Mm -hmm. That's all cool stuff. Your body knows how to break those things down. It's the other processed sugars and things like that that your body doesn't really know how to break down. 
and that's where it increases the inflammation. Okay. The other food is refined starches, bread, mm-hmm. pasta. Bread. I know, I know. Bread. Me too. I, I love, I love that love stuff. Love bread. But what? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting, and again, for me, I really like to come from experience, just like you. You know, um, I've experienced going through some really big challenges, specifically back in two thousand and two. And I have a bit of arthritis going on in my body. And I know that when I eat these certain foods, the refined starches, breads and pastas, mm-hmm. I feel horrible the next day. Mm-hmm. My body feels achy. My joints feel like they're moving a little bit slower. And again, there's ways of getting around these types of things. Well, you um, really have we to ask yourself, it. you know, if I eat this, I'm going to pay a big price. Do I really want to eat this after all? You know, exactly. Kind of... That's a really big thing to think about mm-hmm. is, right, what type of price do I want to pay for eating this, you know, piece of candy or this sandwich or bread? You know, I mean, is it really worth eating this and feeling crappy the next day or later on that day? Or are there other things that I can do to make myself feel better and healthier and less dis- in, in less discomfort? And the other thing, back in the 1990s, um, Harvard School of Health and Medicine did a huge study on trans fats. And trans fats are, unfortunately, the things that we love. Fried chicken, right? <laughs> love fried chicken, those fried foods. I'm a huge donut guy. Oh. Um, I know it kills me, man. I try maybe twice a month. My son and I go to this special place and we get a donut and it's amazing. But Again, how much do you want to do in regards to paying the price and feeling yucky? Mm-hmm. I guess I sometimes want to pay the price, but that's one thing. The other big thing with uh, sugars is on a huge list is red meat. Really tough to digest. And as oh. you and I have spoken prior in the shows mm-hmm. is with digestion, things that you eat that are hard to digest. When you engage that digestive system, it's got to work harder. And it's got to really chomp up that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's increasing inflammation in your body because it's okay. having to take away substances to make sure that we're mixing up and digesting that red meat. Yeah. And I don't think you're saying totally get rid of the red meat. Never. No, uh, I'm not just kind at of all. I'm, be aware of the, the downsides of, of red meat. Right. And, and we've talked um, again in other shows, and, and we'll talk about it again and bring some of these things back. If you do want to eat red meat, get it in a ground form. Do a mm-hmm. hamburger, do meatballs instead of an actual solid piece of meat like a steak. Okay. Because that is easier to break down, right? Mm-hmm. Your, the, the ground is, is finer. Mm-hmm. It's more processed. So your body doesn't have to go through as much work to break that down. And not only that, too, but once it's ground, it gives your yeah. saliva a chance to really get in there and start working on the meat before you even swallow. So, exactly. And you your know, saliva the longer also, you chew, yep. um, it can help. Exactly. And it's interesting that your, your saliva is almost like an enzyme, right? So it helps to break down those foods. Right. So once you are accumulating that in your mouth, you're right. It already has started the breakdown digestive process. Mm-hmm. So it makes it much easier. Yeah. Are you okay. ready to talk about? I want to hear what I'm are... allowed to eat because uh, right now you've just taken away everything I want. <laughs> um, I know. It's horrible. <laughs> My sugar, Bad. bread, I'm and a... red meat. Oh. I'm telling you, it's horrible. <laughs> All right. So let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to the great stuff. So okay. foods that are really good to eat, uh, of course, we know one is fish, right? Fish? Salmon. Okay. Why salmon? Because yeah, why salmon, salmon has, well, salmon has a large amount of omega-3 fatty acids, which are oh. great for the body. It sort of acts as a lubricant for the body, right? Helps with okay. digestion, really helps to decrease inflammation of yeah, it decreases yeah. inflammation in the body. It's almost like putting oil in your car, right? It's going to run smoother. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with salmon. And I'm not saying that 
the other fishes are, are not as good. They are. Fish in general is great. And, and if you can, really try to make sure that your fish is wild caught. It doesn't necessarily need to be organic. Don't get farm-raised fish. I'm just not a big fan. Um, but again, personal preference with that. And then also green tea. Green tea is amazing for us. Okay. And it's packed with what they call polyphenols. And polyphenols is basically a powerful antioxidant for our bodies. Really helps with fighting colds and flus. Really helps to fight inflammation in the body and keep our bodies at a specific level, which is awesome. That's kind of what we want. We want to be in this sort of really great level of serenity, right? We want to always sort of keep this base level going forwards. Mm-hmm. Really important. Almost like um, we need gas in our car. We need to always check the oil in our car. We always need to check the tire pressure in our tires. It's the same thing. We need to be a little bit more cognitive of how our bodies work, and that's mm-hmm. making sure that we check in with it. Keep that engine going. So we're going to roll energy. into a break. And, uh, and I, think, I want to talk yeah, some more. I know you've got, got some, a... more, some more stuff to share with us when we get back uh, about good foods. I want to hear some more about we good We do, foods. and I think we got a special guest coming up soon, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we do. Got We've got guest. Jeff coming on, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Here so we go. we're going to take a quick break. This is Body Talk Live. We are live with Jeremy Gateman and Robin Pop, and we will be right back. Talk live with Jeremy Gateman and Robin Pop, and Jeremy's got TotalFitAndRehab.com out in California, Southern California. How you doing, yeah, Jeremy? Yeah, near Century City. <laughs> Century City. There we go. Um, we've been talking about foods that are beneficial and foods that are not so good for arthritis or for tea, fatigue. And yep. we were you and- mentioned fish and green tea. And uh, I wanted you to hit on a couple more, and then I'm going to bring in our guest. You got it. I wanted to hit on another one in regards. I I think we talked about, you know, fruits and vegetables. And the most important part about the fruits and vegetables is finding the ones that are really rich in color. That makes a huge difference because the the antioxidants and the vitamin content is higher in those, and that's going to be more beneficial for us. But also the smoothies, right? I know yeah. you like the smoothies because I know that's your breakfast. Sometimes. And sometimes. And well, it's interesting. If it's cold. <laughs> I don't like a if it's, <laughs> in, if it's cold. <laughs> yes, exactly. But not only is a smoothie good for arthritis and those people that we talked about with fatigue, it's just really great. And it's one of those foods that you can combine many different things with. So this is a really great thing for people with arthritis. The other thing is a fruit, which is a pear. And why a pear? Because it's one of the higher fruits that are in fiber, but it's also one of the easier fruits to digest. I did not know that. Yeah, much easier. In fact, an apple is harder to digest. So people that have arthritis, eh, you know, it's not a problem. But the skin on an apple is pretty tough. Okay. The skin on a pear is really soft and easy to break down, right? Okay. The consistency of the two are much, much different. And the fiber content on a pear is much higher. And anytime you can increase the fiber, right, mm-hmm. it's an absorbing type thing, right? Substance, okay. fibers absorbent, and it helps to decrease also inflammation in the body. So cool. I did not know that. Cool stuff. Well, I want to. That's why we're here. We're going to talk all all about cool stuff. That's right, and we're talking about food as medicine. And I want we to bring are. in your your good friend Jeff. This is Jeff yes. Koenig, and he's also from Southern California. How you doing, Jeff? He is. I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Oh, we're, we're doing, doing good, we're doing man. Yeah. 
So um, we're doing good. Jeremy, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about Jeff and what uh, yes. what he does? Yes, absolutely. So Jeff has been a longtime friend and client of mine, and um, in fact, Jeff, why don't you sort of share with us a little bit of what you do and how long you've been doing it, because I know, but I want you to sort of share it with our listeners out there about your experiences, but start with how you got into what you do. Uh, how I got into what I do, I, uh, I, I was interested in, uh, in the plan ever since I was a kid. Yeah. I always thought it was something interesting. And, um, you know, I started doing it and fell in love with, uh, the, the, the process of, you know, taking care of a living plant on a daily basis. And, uh, it was just something I fell in love with. Yeah. So we're more talking about, the, the topic and subject matter that you and I are going to discuss this next segment is talking about marijuana, and we're also going to talk about how it's been helping with the opioid epidemic and <clears throat> what people are doing about that and the studies that people are doing with marijuana in helping out people that have these types of addictions. And what's interesting yeah. is people think. Opioids are, you know, drugs that people take every day, which they are, but, you know, it's also the not understanding that the opioids are pain medications and that these are things that people take after surgery, after back surgery and neck surgery and other types of surgery, and that they're have an addictive type process to them. Right? Yeah. The the uh the, the opioids themselves uh you know are uh, very destructive drugs uh they're very tough on the liver and uh they're extremely addictive and they're they're, they're made so that way and yeah. uh you know from 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 what i've been told uh if you've done uh, opioids you have a, an addiction for the rest of your life that it's uh, that it's you know it's physical not uh not mental. Okay. Okay. And uh, so tell me what and, your thoughts, you know, I was doing some studies and uh I've experienced, you know, dealing with some of my past clients that have had issues. But tell me, you know, I, I read some of the studies recently that a lot of these uh medical schools and other departments are doing on the benefits that marijuana has with the helping people getting off these types of drugs and reducing the uh, long-term effects. There was a program that was on Vice that was uh, the Vice Channel, and uh, it was about a program in Massachusetts, even though uh, it wasn't legal in the state of Massachusetts, they were doing heavy THC uh, prescribing and helping people to break the opioid pain. So they had different heroin addi- uh, addicts and uh, you know other opioid users. And what they did is they had these people go out to a camp out in the woods, and they just smoked tons and tons of THC for, I think, a week or two, and they helped the people to... Uh, naturally get off the opioid and, and beat the addiction, which, yeah. you know, it seems to be an absolutely horrible thing to have to go through. Mm. You know, right. And all this is monitored, right? All this, all this is, you know, the information in this mm-hmm. camp, everything's monitored. So, you know, people aren't just, it's, it's not sort of a, a free-for-all. Everything is well-controlled in, in a specific manner to where people are safe. Uh, yes, absolutely. Now, and and there, there, there's been there's been no reported cannabis deaths in the history of ever. Yeah, right. you know, Robin, did you? For you. Has, yeah, I just had a real quick quick question. Um, the the clients that come to you, would you say the majority of them are using it uh, to fight pain? Is that mostly what it's used for? Uh, I think pain seems to be to be to be what what most of it's used for, and then also for uh, for for you know inflammation. So you know, which which would probably you know cause pain as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so pain, inflammation, 
Um, you know, it can be anything from tumor reduction to, you know, to muscle aches. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's, there's so many different, different benefits to the plant. You know, there's, there's so many different types of plants and each of the plants has, uh, you know, benefits. So, oh, okay. And, and Robin, you know, this is such an interesting type phenomenon that's going on, you know, with the THC and, and all the wonderful things that, you know, and it's open, you know, everybody makes their own decision. Um, and, and Jeff, tell me, you know, tell Robin and I a little bit about, you know, what are the differences and how do people know what to do, specifically if there are serious health issues going on? Because I know I've known you for a long time and I know you have personally with your clients dealt with some really serious personal issues with helping them with cancer and digestive issues and things like that. So how do people really know what to do and in, in how to go about it? Well, well I, uh, I I, my, my recommendation quick. is to, to go to a store and, uh, you know, find one of the reputable stores and, you know, and speak to the staff that are there, the, the people that have worked there for a long time. Um, cause they'll have seen, you know, what, what, what the different products have, you know, what, what's worked and what hasn't worked for people. Right. You right. know, and right. that's, and that's, and that's really the best way. And that way, no matter where you live, you can go to a place that, you know, that you can trust where the, you know, will have, yeah. will have proper right. professionals. Cause, you know, everything right. does have a different effect to it. And, sure. uh, if you do yeah. medicate it properly, you know, there, there have been, you know, cases where, you know, uh, miracles have happened. Right. Robin, did you have a question? I, I'm, I hate to be the one to say it, but we're going to have to take another break. It's okay. We're going to bring <laughs> so, Jeff right back. Yeah, well, that's fine. We're just going to go for a quick break here. This is Body Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman and our guest, Jeff Honig. And they are going to be talking some more to us about the benefits of cannabis. And we will be right back. Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman and your host, Robin Pop, and we've had our guest today, Jeff Honeg, and he's been talking to us about uh, his dispensary in uh, in California with cannabis and uh, some of the things that that does, and I'd love to hear some more. Um, Jeff, are you there? Uh, I am here. Okay. So we, hey, we, Jeff. we were discussing earlier about... Uh, you know, opioids and marijuana, yeah. and uh, I, I guess they had proven that uh, marijuana doesn't actually uh, reduce the dependence of. Uh, oh, it's it, it, in the states where medical marijuana use uh, has been approved, uh, opiate uses have declined. Interesting, and and and, and that's documented. Interesting, and also you and I spoke about, you know, because I know that you also grow your own flowers, your plants, vegetables, and fruit as well, but also for the um, body itself, not only for plants, but hydration is super important. But you also had some really interesting facts and information on hydration. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We were talking earlier and uh i was explaining that when you know plants are very similar to the the human body in the sense that plants hold on to salts and they hold on to different nutrients and uh in order to have a very healthy plant uh you have to keep the cellular walls open and hydrated uh and flush so what you're doing is you're pushing out salts and different nutrients 
and rehydrating cells. And I was discussing that it was uh, extremely important to, uh, to drink tons of water, that water is one of the keys to life, whether you're a, a plant or a person. Interesting. Yeah, I love that. And it's important for us, you know, even though we're talking about plants and vegetables and fruits, as we talked to Jeff earlier on in our show, we talked about fatigue when we talked about arthritis. Hydration. Drinking of water. Yeah, drinking a lot of water is really important. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's vital to the process of our bodies and how it functions. And, and the lubrication <clears throat> of joints and all the way to the cellular walls. Right, right, right. And But you also talked about, you know, planting a variety of different things, which I know you do. And so in the combination or sort of doing a comparison from plant to body, and we talked about the hydration, we talked about the cell right. development yeah, I, I, and getting rid of the salt. It's important uh, that, you know, when it comes to eating and, you know, using plants and water and everything is that you're using the cleanest plants and the, the cleanest water possible. Uh, you know, plants that have had heavy pesticides, uh, you know, which a lot yep. of commercially grown vegetables do have. Uh, you know, there's a lot of pesticides and fungicides and all kinds of stuff that's added. So it's yeah. important to start uh, at an organic base. So if you're eating yeah. all organic fruits and vegetables, you're going to be able to take care of your body without putting in, uh, you know, you know, all the, the, the additives and all the fake stuff that's out there for you. Right. More so toxins if you have into the body. Fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Um, it's, it's going to be better for the cells inside of your body. Uh, yeah. so it's important to, uh, I think have a, a mixture of, you know, as many fruits and vegetables as you can eat and, uh, keep it as organic as possible and love drink it. a lot yeah. of water. I love it, man. I love it. Jeff, I can't thank you enough for really taking the time out of your day to being on the show. And, no, you uh, guys are awesome. I I can't wait to have you back on. We'll do this again in the next couple of weeks. And do me a favor. Will you please give some information out to our listeners so they can either get a hold of you or come to the shop for information? Sure, absolutely. Uh, it's uh, The shop's called Perennial Holistic, and uh, we're on Colfax and Ventura. Okay. And, uh, you know, come down. And if, if I'm not there, there's there's many knowledgeable staff members that can help you get the products you need. So, you know, uh, sit down and have a consultation and, uh, okay. you know, they'll, they'll be glad to point you in the right direction. Cool, man. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show. And uh, I yeah, thank you. Will, thank you, Jeff. It's my and absolute I will pleasure. Chat with you, uh, and I will chat with you later, my friend. All right. Have a great one. All right. You you bet. Bye, Jeff. Robin, that was amazing. That was cool. Yeah, that's great. And um, one of the things I I agree with him totally is the water factor. Um, But also, as we head into the warmer weather, um, drinking water is essential, but also getting those minerals back in to our bodies. You know, we're sweating. We're sweating minerals as well as we're sweating water. So just plain water is great, but it's also good to get those minerals. Um, Sea salt is a wonderful additive. You can put a little pinch into your glass of water, and it will dissolve and get right into your system. And it's a lot of absolutely. And it's Mm -hmm. interesting. It's so interesting that you said that because when I was a competitive triathlete and I was doing a lot of training and riding and running, I remember. When my wife and I would go to lunch together, I would actually take some table salt and put it in my water mm-hmm. because I knew that I had lost earlier that day lots of nutrients and sodium and salt that mm-hmm. I needed to replenish. And what's interesting is not that I wanted to put more salt in my body, but it's a mineral that I knew my body needed and it really helped. Yeah. made a huge difference. Yeah, sea salt, gray sea salt or that Himalayan, Himalayan pink salt, I think are... Yeah the best choices that you could yes. know, stick in your water too. Um, and I know that. we're, 
I know we're going to be coming to an end, and I know there's one topic that we didn't get to that I know both you and I were a little excited about, which we'll get to next week, that will carry over. Yeah, is, I think we're going to we're gonna have to wait on that one. <laughs> we're going to, yeah, we're going to. So um, let's look forward to talking about the importance of facts for your children. And yes. really, what does that mean? And yeah, we want to I know that you and I, time. Yep, and I know you and I spoke this morning um, about some important things that we want to talk about next week, and one of them is bone broth and the benefits of bone broth and what really is bone broth and how someone can create a recipe. So we'll talk yeah. about that stuff next week. Definitely, definitely. Those are really healthy things. Um uh, to, to give to your kids and also for yourself and also, I'm yep. sure, you know, with your joints, uh, bone broth is really, really good. There's a lot of doctors uh, prescribing it right now yeah. um, for their patients. Yes. So, yeah, Very we will true. definitely talk about that next week. Um, this week, we've had some great uh, discussion, lots of food today, lots of food discussion lots of, today. I'm hungry. I don't know about <laughs> you, but it's lunchtime for me. I think, I think so. <laughs> I think it's time to go get some food. Um, it but, is. But, you know, and it all comes down to choices, like you were saying, painting a picture. I like that analogy because you're you're deciding what colors and what what uh, mood you're going to put yourself in. And Exactly, uh, and those foods represent those colors. Right. And those foods. Well, actually, you know, not only do the foods represent the color, but the foods that you eat are going to present the color because it's going to make you feel a different way. It's going to make you feel better or it's going to make you feel worse. And another thing, I want to thank you so much for today. I so enjoy. I so enjoy your company. I love having you on the show. It's so exciting. I really wish that you were here. Hopefully one of these days. We'll get to meet because I know that you're in Florida, but I, I really we wanted will. to take the yeah. time I mean, <laughs> to thank you so much for all that you do and the excitement that you add to this show. And we're going to make it really a great show. And I really want people to to sit and listen to us because that's really what we want to do is give information that is beneficial to people and that help them out. Well, definitely, Jeremy. That's why we're here. And this is just the beginning. We're just getting started on this. We are. That's it. The fire has just started. That's it. We're, we're running with this. So uh, for our listeners who want to find you, they can find you at TotalFitAndRehab.com. And yes. um, I wanted to just real quick uh, remind our listeners about the wonderful offer that you have made. Anybody that calls Jeremy um, on his cell phone, which is, uh, you want to give it out? I'll let you give it Yep, it's three, yeah, it's 310 <laughs> Nine nine four nine four seven seven. Best right. way to get a hold of me. All right. So until next time, there we go, and we can't wait to talk to you next week. You got it. Look forward to next Thursday. Okay. Thanks, Jeremy. You bet, Robin. Everybody have a great day. Have a great day. Bye bye. You too. Bye. <laughs>